You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Maybe I'm crazy, but I am 100% in on space burgers. Uh, you, you going to space? I actually would like to go to space. You want to go to space? Yeah. Let's go to space. Uh, I used to want to be an astronaut. I was inspired by Mae Jameson, who was the uh, one, one of the first, if not the first, uh, black female astronauts. Mae was? Yeah. I don't know about Mae Jameson. You don't know about, nothing about Mae Jameson? What made you not want to be an astronaut anymore? Oh, I'm not smart enough. I mean, oh, okay. Okay. You, you know, yeah. they don't send people to space for fun There's yet. There's literally something called so, rocket scientists. Yeah, and I'm not that. Uh, yeah. Although, nope, just not that. Yeah, shut so, up the NASA. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, once I figured out you have to actually do things in space that mm -hmm. contribute to society and right. science, I realized it's not for me right. and um, decided to go into sports broadcasting instead. Hey. Yeah, gang, gang, gang. Yeah. There you go. I also thought I was going to be the president, which is still in play. Hey. Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon Newman. Hola. The newly married Brandon Newman. Uh, once again, you have forgotten to remind me to bring you your gift. I, not, now it's on me again. Yeah. Now, but now you, I, in my mind, you already gave me a gift. Uh, true. Let's talk about this real quick. Earl slid into the Chase Quick Pays of the world, gave me a gift, text him back, tell him no, thank no. you. No, no, he gave you and your wife a gift. Yeah. He did not give you a gift. Us, us, us. I, yeah. Michelle keeps correcting it's, it's me every time new, I tell the story. It's a new thing now. It's Michelle we, constantly corrects me. It's we. I, it's and us. she know. I trust me. Whatever Just the money so you know, was, I sent right to her anyway. You don't exist anymore. It is a yeah, we. That is. Yeah, there's okay. no I. Yeah, that's gonna be. That, that, that's that's what's there's been no different. There's no I in marriage. There's like a a, a, a tethering. <laughs> there's a, the, the tethering. Yeah, you're tethered. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, the tethering feels real. Yeah. This thing is crazy. It's real. This little ring is just like. Just for everybody out there, it's like a just, circle, and just it goes like, on forever. And it's, no it's always. But yes. anyways, we with with the Earl's gift to us, our gift, our gift. We went and bought a new TV. No, no, it was our gift also. Oh, I have your, an additional gift. Oh, you yes. have an additional gift because the original gift was from us as well. Oh, when when I mentioned it to you, you got you had some words. I figured you was just trying to separate. No, I so y'all have a gift joint. That, that okay, just parts of the of gift. Part one of the gift. Really went off the rails. Part the one of the gift is, was great. Yeah, Thank oh, you so okay. much. Maybe you'll get part two if you remind me. I'm putting it on you. I've said this too many times. Remind us in the comments for Joy to give me my wedding gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yours. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> remind us in the comments for Joy to give our wedding there gift. That's for Michelle and I. There you go. Because we're a collective now. You are. I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying it to. Well, I'm reminding have, myself. You have become one. Amen. Yes. You were, e you were equally yoked. <laughs> That's for you church folk out there. Hey, and uh, egg whites. We will get to uh, <laughs> we will get to, to some church later, some major church news. Hey. So, uh, uh, I might need to attend uh, that service. Um, but on another note, um, we lost a real one. And we are in L.A., obviously, so yeah. we are we are feeling the effects in a, in a, in a kind of a different way. Yeah. Um, Nipsey Hussle real. Feels real. Was, was murdered on Sunday, mm -hmm. which felt like uh, it, it felt like a Tupac, Biggie, 
impact. Yes. Um, like I don't know how you received it when you heard the news, mm-hmm. but I mean, everyone obviously found out through social media right. um, what had happened, at least that he had been shot, and then soon after that he had passed. But it was such an ag- uh, it's a feeling I really haven't had since Michael Jackson passed. Maybe maybe when Prince passed, I felt this yeah. way. Oh, shout out to Prince. Shout out to Prince. The Jersey. Yeah. Hooper. Okay. Hooper yes. for real. Yeah. For real, for real. real. Life. Yeah. Check the stats. Oh, he hoop hooped. He hoop hooped. Yeah. yeah At 5'2. Sure. Shout out to 5'2. Mm. Shout out I'm selling your thing. Shout out. We'll get, about, we'll get to that later. Yay. Um, shout anyway, out to shout outs. The point is, uh, it felt like a very, it still feels like a very heavy feeling yeah. for, and you try and kind of put it in perspective, like this is somebody that you don't know. Right. But I feel like the, the, the impact of that one act of violence has affected millions of people mm-hmm. and my uh, i just have this incredible feeling of sympathy for lauren london and, and their kids and his family yeah. it's just it felt so violent and impactful and then immediately you saw the impact that it had on the sports community which you know all of us you know privately you know discuss what's happening with it you know we're obviously all following the details of right. the investigation they had a vigil last night which turned violent again um <sighs> and it's just really it's really sad is not the word right. for the whole situation because he was really a he was more than just like a cultural icon yeah. and a rapper what he was doing was on tupac level mm-hmm. um influential inspiring giving back to the community and not just you know donating stuff like he was really in the hood really with black owned businesses encouraging black owned businesses to thrive in his own community he was supposed to meet with the lapd on monday about ways to reduce gang violence like he was really on another level right i don't even want to say ahead of his uh, ahead of his time he, he was but he was really speaking for what we should all be doing right now like right. invest in yourself invest in real estate and not yeah. you know bling that's cool mm-hmm. you know enjoy your earnings but do it in a way that you know supplies for your future and right. he was preaching a lot of things that really impacted not only just the music culture but the sports culture and it really got me thinking when we were discussing yesterday this is just on top of everything else and the sadness of it and the, and you know the losing uh, the loss of a a, a cultural icon mm-hmm. and you know a, a brother and someone that a lot of people respected and was doing great things for the community it feels like it's a reminder of just the state that we're in right now i just feel like in we're going to look back on this time the way that people who lived through the civil rights era look back on those times. Like we're in such a transformative time right Right. now with the media, with everything that's going on with the presidency, with Mm -hmm. just the amount of hate and division that goes on. And it's and just like anything that's happening in our society, it pours over into sports. It pours over into culture. And this was such a strong example of the crossroads with, with culture, music specifically and sports. Like, the influence that music has over the sports community is a- incredible, and it's it's sometimes often ignored. It's fuel. It's it fuel, is fuel for these people to aspire and reach their dreams. Well, because it's art, and it it, it just it all moves full circle. Mm-hmm. Like one influences the other. Right. Like Nipsey was at the Texas Tech, Tech game in Anaheim just the other day. He was always front and center yeah. at Laker games. Like. 
you set the fight the the first game he made sure he was he always claims he's a la fan clippers and lakers but he was at the first game for lebron lebron had just spoken to him recently saying that he wanted to get to more lakers games so yeah he's it, it's if it's for other people i try to think of news and think of people who like aren't as close to the situation as we are right for uh some to to bring up something that maybe people can wrap their minds around Kendrick Lamar put out his like first real album when Good Kid Mad City came out in 2012 and it was phenomenal and people around the music industry knew about Kendrick Lamar like at that point in time he had a verse on Drake's Take Care album so like he was out there but mainly in the community and mainly in hip hop community if we were to a lost Kendrick Lamar in 2013 this is comparable to what this feels like for people. I, I I would just try to put that out there to help people wrap their minds around what Nipsey was doing and what he was going to do and just the ground that he had laid. Like, you won't hear another person say anything negative about Nipsey because they experienced him in real life and, and felt the heart. And honestly, like, I say this a lot about people and it's kind of a religious thing, but, like, to see the God in someone right. without even believing in that type of thing, this is the type of person that he was and it was taken from him by someone who was a member of his gang and obviously, like, the details and things like that and, like, this all an ongoing investigation, so I won't speak on that too much, but for it to be in the neighborhood that he grew up riding his bike around, he and his brother and his uncle bought that entire strip mall complex that's all owned by him across the street from neighborhood in the elementary school middle school that he went to it's just it's just that just adds to the tragic and obviously with social media everything's amplified but i hope this wave of sadness ends type of senseless violence like this because these these things aren't to be celebrated in the community anymore and i'm sure at one point in time they were Right. No, it it feels like that is something that could th this is something that could really spark that conversation because we talk so much about the violence that is put on to our community. Mm -hmm. So we have to talk that much about the violence that happens within our own community. Yeah. Breeds within the right. community. Right. And again, it's just it's just an overall impact like feeling and it feels so heavy and I, I really can't shake it because I keep thinking, you know, there's the visuals are obviously so dramatic and there's horrible stuff on social media. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, obviously the videos are out there and it, it's it just feels like I mean, you saw the reaction that Kevin Durant had yeah. and Steph Curry had mm -hmm. and so many NBA players have you mentioned LeBron, CB3, yeah. uh, Boogie, like the, a lot of these guys had relationships with him, Kyle Kuzma mm -hmm. and it felt like you 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 really feel like you lost a member of your, the community. Yes. Like people yes. say that that term, like this is a person you don't know. Yeah. And obviously, we grow a connection to athletes. We grow a connection to artists mm -hmm. because we attach good memories yeah. to the entertainment that they produce. Of course. And so that that kind of puts us in in a crossroads when something wrong happens. But it's that impactful when they are doing something positive in the community as well. But my bigger point to all of this, like aside from how we're all feeling about it mm -hmm. and, you know, the reaction from NBA players and all of that is just it's imp it's important to me, like in these moments that you you really take a, a moment to recognize the impact of what it is that's happening. Like t it, we, we talk about a lot of stuff like we talk about Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. We talk about, uh, you know, shut up and dribble. You know, we talk about just two chains album, yeah. you know, rapper go to the league. Like yeah. all of these things are kind of spoken about in the abstract and you very rarely get, take the time, especially if you're not someone who has experienced it right. to 
hone in on what it is is actually being said. Like we live in such divisive times where it's like, I feel this way. And if you feel this way, I don't even want to hear what you have to say. And I think that's something that really has to adjust if we're all going to survive like on yeah. a bigger macro scale. Mm -hmm. But that's why it's so important for athletes to be vocal when they feel inspired to be. Like the, the pushback on athletes who are talking about things that are going on in their community and social issues and talking about what you should do with your money and talking about you know how to treat women or how to treat children and what Kaepernick did. Like the reason that people fight so hard to protect Kaepernick or to stand up for Kaepernick is not because people just want to be lazy with their political take right. or because, you know, we're just complaining because, you know, we just want special treatment or something. Like it's so much bigger and deeper than that. And I wish people would take the time like to sit down and really realize people like Nipsey who have an opportunity to get out of the hood and use their talents to go anywhere in the world and provide for their family and still choose to come back and not only invest verbally but invest literally in their own community to help make it better like athletes who do that should be celebrated always no matter whatever your political affiliation mm -hmm. is you need to recognize the impact that that has on the community as a whole and it's hard to understand, like maybe you don't know Nipsey's music, right. or maybe you don't understand what those neighborhoods are like because you've never been there, you've never experienced any kind of violence like that, or never known anyone who's experienced kind of violence like that, or never had interactions with the police like that. Mm -hmm. Just open your mind, expand your mind to the idea that this is really how certain people grow up and yeah. live and the violence that they see every day and the impact that it has on generations to come and the reason why that exists. It's not because it's a choice, like there are, institutional control issues like the way literal cities are set up keeps people marginalized and when athletes take it take they don't have to do that they can yeah. go live in malibu and not pay it not give a dime back to the community live their life play their game and ignore everything that's going on from places the places they came from or even places that they didn't come from yeah. like maybe they didn't have a hard time growing up they don't have to give back to the community right. it should always be celebrated like kaepernick we just saw at the um, Honcho Day of the North mm -hmm. game with uh, Saquon Barkley was mm -hmm. there and um, Gucci and yep. obviously Julio um, Jones was the MVP last year. Right. Kaepernick's not going away. No. And I don't want to make this about Kaepernick, but I just want to pull him as like an example for this. Right. Like he's not going away just because there was a settlement and there's just kind of an overall feeling that he's not going to get a job in the NFL again. The culture's not forgetting him. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he, what he did was impactful. And 30 years from now, 40 years from now, we're going to look back on this whole time very differently than the way that you may see it right now. Like, there's a reason why people are begging everyone to be on the right side of history. Like, don't dig your heels in over one issue. Well, you need to see the bigger picture of the people around you. Like, everybody yeah. doesn't have the same experience as you. Be open-minded to the idea that someone's struggle may actually be influencing where they are in their life. Mm. So to me, this is like a bigger conversation of, we need to appreciate the people that are that are taking the time out of their lives, their money, their emotional effort away from their family, away from their kids, and putting themselves out there for criticism to do the right thing or to just to do something in their community and stand up for marginalized people. Because that's what Nipsey was doing and that's why the, the reaction is so impactful. You said it perfectly, that's, that's it, I mean, uh... Listening to his music, I, I 
encourage everyone to go stream his music, Victory Lap, his his album that was under his All Money In, No Money Out label that he created uh, in conjunction with Atlantic for the release. But 25% of the streams goes directly to him and his family. So I say go out there and stream Victory Lap. Uh, he claimed he's Tupac of his generation in that in that album as well in dedication and uh, you know sometimes you speak things into existence in in a in a, in a negative way as well but he I really mean, was that yeah I mean life imitates art and sometimes in an unfortunate way but um, he, he he was right in that regard mm -hmm. and it, it 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 feels like that eerie feeling but I hope that that everyone gets and it feels that way it feels like everyone's on the same page like about how wrong it was right. and what we all lost as a community and even if you don't know anything about nipsey just pay attention to the reaction that the community has to it yeah. because and be sympathetic because there's there's some people who are just like reading this as just another rapper shot or and just another rapper dead and like this a, a, a normal storyline and they're probably looking at this weird like why is everyone up in arms and, and, and mobilizing and coming together with this when this used to bring people apart. But this is a different time, as you said, period, in society. Yeah, and I hope that that, I hope that, that is what happens. Like, I hope everyone sticks together the way that, you know, the reaction is showing that, that they are. Yeah. Like, just the vigil itself, like, turning violent again is like, the outrage that you feel about what happens should continue. Like, allow that fire mm -hmm. to fuel positivity because right. it feels very sad. Like, just even thinking about, like, what his family is going through, you just feel, like, I don't know about you, but I just feel sad. You can't, you can't escape it. I was at the Dollar Tree yesterday getting a gift bag, and the cashier was saying, like, I'm sick right now. And I was just like, you know, I talk to people randomly, obviously, always, all the time. And I was like, she's like, I'm sick right now. And I was like, oh, yeah, the weather's getting warmer in L.A. again. She was like, no, like this Nipsey thing. Like, my boss told me I got to stop talking to people about it. But and I was like, this is a young Hispanic woman from L.A. who I'm just passing by in a Dollar Tree and just couldn't stop but talk to me about how she's feeling yeah. at 4 p.m. on a Monday after Nipsey w was p passed. Like, it, it's just... It's just deeper than a lot of things, and, and this is one of those things, like, just be respectful during this time, and obviously, yeah. but, like, yeah, support. No, to totally support, but th to me, that's that was the, like, I'm trying to think of how to phrase all of it, mm -hmm. and to me, it was, like, that bigger picture, like, this is why Kaepernick was supported so much. This is why Westbrook was supported so much. Like, this this is why in these situations, it's like you have to fight the way that you do because mm -hmm. you've got to break through and change people's hearts, and, like, it's it's crazy again like that one act of violence could affect so much but uh hopefully that you know the the reaction and coming together and that whole that whole feeling and movement uh continues with it and you know obviously they hope hopefully they get some justice for him and his family what am I winning or quitting today? Duke is out of the tournament after losing to Tom Izzo's Michigan State, led by Detroit's own Cassius Winston, with his 20 points and 10 rebound performance. The Final Four is set, but it will not feature Duke's Zion Williamson. Joy, April's March Madness will still be interesting without Zion. With it or quit it? Uh, with it. Yay! It felt very dramatic, Duke losing. I feel like you're going to be on the opposite side of this. No, I mean, I'm normally for big brands right. and um, things, things that attract uh, fringe fans. Mm -hmm. Ratings um, and whatnot. Yeah, because uh, ratings are good for everyone. It's, that's just, that's facts. How like, money if, comes. It, 
Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, but if ratings are down for something, then that means the, the reaction ratings are going to be down for something. So right. I'm cool with all ratings being up mm -hmm. for anything sports related. Um, in general, big brands do that and big names do that. And obviously, Zion is the biggest name in college basketball at the moment. Yes. And for the first time in a very long time. However, honestly, I was more upset. If I don't, I don't want to use the word upset because I wasn't like literally upset, but I was more bothered by Purdue losing. Mm. Ooh, why? Because Edwards went off, and it was it was it was such an incredible watch, and I felt insane. like I was watching what's going to happen in the NBA because those those shots were NBA range. Yes, and everybody loves NBA confidence too, right? Yeah, and he has an NBA body. Yeah, I guess he does. I never really thought about it because yeah. like these guys in Purdue, and like people that are proud to be in college, like a Steph Curry, who's just like a shooter. You almost think mainly about them in the college in the team that they're playing for because they're not the Zion Williamson, right. they're not the huge names. You tend to forget their college career. Right. Um but I wanted to see more of that. That was that was an incredible watch. Yeah. And I mean Duke, you gotta remember like most of Duke's games came down to a lucky bounce. Yeah, I, I would say this. This is a weird time. Obviously, with all sports, you want to get better as the season goes on. But for college basketball and college football, you have to be playing your best football and best basketball at the end of the season. And Duke paid four of their worst games of the season in the tournament. And Zion had four of his best games of the season in the tournament. Right. And, I mean, everyone was coming down on R.J. Barrett, which I think is incredibly unfair. Right. Because um, he had a great season and mm -hmm. had, really, I think if Zion wasn't on his team or didn't just exist as Zion Williamson does... Uh, he would be a number one overall pick. So in general, I mean him and him and John Moran. Right. So I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dismiss everything that R.J. Barrett is. Not to go in on an R.J. Barrett tangent, but like he has a pretty stealth international resume. Like he beat yeah. Coach K's on USA team mm -hmm. with the Cana Cana uh, under 19 Canadian team and his skill set is going to translate to the NBA with a development program like I think he's going to be a better NBA player than most of the other guys in, in, that are going to go early in the draft quickly um, obviously depends on where he goes but I'm an RJ Barrett fan regardless of what that performance was and him missing that free throw in the seven turnovers like okay he had a bad if game they won on a again on the yeah. bounce like that's that's if he how he get the offensive rebound the game before they wouldn't be there right so, yeah. exactly so but i don't i don't think it's i don't think it's over for the excitement like auburn i'm i want auburn to win i love really? the way auburn plays bruce pearl is a treasure to watch that's that's completely true love love seeing a big ass sweat <laughs> love it any anything uh gif 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 have we officially decided on that i i want to say gif and like let's stop acting I like, like calling it's too it pronounced GIF. i know you do that's why I it's like that's why there's a conversation. It shouldn't be. It's GIF. I feel like it's GIF. Talking about peanut butter. Um, we are yes. talking about peanut butter. Although today is National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. National PB and J Day. To the duos with the soda on the side. Mm. What is that? What is that? What are you talking about? Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. Yeah. Soup. Yeah, it's chicken noodle soup. Soda on the side. It's soda this is a good try, though. This isn't, this, isn't, this isn't a diner. This is a good try, though. Can I have a PBJ have a, with a, a soda, soda on the side? No, Forget that milk stuff. I don't even say soda, let alone drink it. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Baseball bat. Anyway, thanks for that, Heather. Um... <laughs> Texas Tech is fun, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. two defensive teams. Like, I, I don't, and they I, beat Gonzaga, which is, like, yeah. that's that's impressive. Yeah, it's, it is. It's first national semifinal in school history. Virginia's good. And Michigan State, like Tom Izzo, you still have big names in yeah. in the Final Four. So I'm excited about this weekend. I think the games are going to be great. 
and fun to watch. I know everyone's kind of disappointed that Zion's not there. Yeah. And I, I mean, I am too. Like, I wanted to see Zion go for a national championship, and yeah. that would have been fun. But also, I think kind of people that hate Duke also kind of got vindicated in that spot. Oh, so, yes, for you know, sure. It, and there's some, there's some talk out there that Zion's going to possibly come back to uh, college he basketball. He should. Spoiler he's not. Zion, give us one more year to watch Zion develop a skill outside of being the most athletic guy who cares the most on the no, basketball no. court. I was okay with whatever Zion's decision was as far as playing or not playing yeah. after his shoe blew up. Yeah. But this is not. Go pro. It's okay. Okay, you well, I, w- I would say this. Tom Izzo is clearly the best coach in college basketball with Coach K being the best recruiter in college basketball and Coach Calipari coach second in the recruiting ranks. Um, is that fair to say? I, I would. I, I, uh, when I'm, last I'm, time you saw a Coach I'm K coach that. on the on the on the court versus just like let everyone? If Coach K was coaching, he would have gave Zion an actual position earlier on in the season instead of just letting like him and R.J. Barrett and. I mean, it worked out pretty well for them. They're not in the Final Four, but also the back half of this thing is like a game on Saturday and then the national championship game on Monday. So nobody really cares. It's like it happens like it's like a quick bam bam. When yeah, it, does, it moves quickly now. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited about it e- either way. Virginia is going to play Auburn, um, and Michigan State will face Texas Tech. Yes. I think it's going to be Auburn and Michigan State, and I, like I am going with Auburn just because I like the way they play. I'll take that and Michigan State. So, go so, Michigan. So you're gonna go with Michigan State. Michigan State. Izzo, the boys love it. I did. I, I went to I went to a game and I went to a, a soccer game with the uh, Michigan State basketball team. Oh, I went to a soccer game with Michigan State basketball team. I mean, I'm saying that, and I was like, oh, these I'm guys Brandon. are very tall. Yeah, I, I do am. things. Yeah, I do things. I All do right, some, what's next? Sometimes. Okay. Um, the Lakers 2019 season can be described in five words: fights, injuries, LeBron, Luke, shutdown. Now, we all have to watch the regular season and playoff basketball sans LeBron for the first time in a long time. Joy, a LeBronless playoffs is great for LeBron and the NBA. Quit it or quit it? Uh, quit it. Also, no trades? We're not going to do a what? trade in the in uh, Yeah. What trades? What do they do? I, I, mean, tra- I mean, the, the Anthony Davis. I think it's AD. The, the, like the, ad, the absence of a trade? Or just the brow. No brow. I mean, yeah, I gotta put true. some that's sour true. in there. Yeah, I, I, I'll change brow for Luke because no, Luke is a, Luke is definitely a storyline. He's been a storyline before the season even started because of Lavar. Yeah, shut down. I'm being dramatic. It really shouldn't be in there, but like it is now. Well, yeah, no, it, it is a part of it now. And uh, the, the, the look, whatever happened with LeBron's injury and all of the injuries, I again, it's not the sexiest storyline of all the storylines surrounding the Lakers, right. but it, to me, it's the most important because they were playing well they were going to make the playoffs had all those injuries not happen i don't know what team can survive losing three starters uh i mean maybe maybe still make the playoffs as an eight seed but the warriors aren't even deep enough for me to even say that so i i, I don't think so either that. no you're gonna lose i'm not gonna do that yeah, 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 yeah. this is the point yeah. uh the point is most teams could right. not survive losing three losing three starters for the majority of your season yeah. so or a large portion of your season so I, the, the LeBron shutdown to me, it feels a little bit like what's these extra two weeks going to really do for his mm-hmm. injury. But I guess he's an older player now, so maybe um, I, it doesn't 34. it doesn't affect their draft stock, like improving their odds of getting a higher pick that much. Right. It does a little bit, I guess. So you can you can kind of throw that in there. But That's a good point. The, the bottom line is with with LeBron and the Lakers, this season was a disaster as far as. Uh, Aesthetically, it was a disaster. 
and the repercussions of what happened during the season as far as all the storylines goes, which I think could have been protected and, and, and rearranged very easily with, with, with monumental statements and just a pause on what was going on. Like, yes. LeBron could have come out and said, uh, I fully endorse Luke. And he could have stopped with the passive aggressive uh, body language, and yeah. which I don't I don't like to be body language guy. Like I, it's kind of annoying. Right. I just really don't like his body language. Right. He he didn't say it, but he said he hated me. It's like no, he didn't say it. But I mean us, like yeah. us oh, as yes. viewers, us yes, as media yes, 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 judging yes, yes, body yes. language, it feels a bit pretentious. Yeah. But yeah. clearly in this case, like they had about. a team meeting and there was some body language issues. But if we're gonna play the if game. Couldn't we have had that team meeting earlier on in the season? Couldn't he have backed Luke earlier on in the season? There's so many things that could have gone a different way. I, I The Anthony Davis trade disaster was one of the biggest fiascos probably in trade history. Yeah. And a lot of this could have been avoided. And it could have been avoided from the very beginning. You have to foresee issues, right? Yeah. So True. Luke yeah. should have been at the meeting with LeBron. Like he should have been there, and it, it it's it's just it's just the truth. Like yeah. maybe that would have not gotten LeBron, and you're not willing to lose Luke, exactly. lose LeBron over Luke Wallen, but also you created an instant division. Right, they're gonna be a text situation. message after the conversation and be like, "Hey, Magic, thanks for you and Luke coming by. Uh, how long do you think Luke gonna be around?" It, right, that could have been that like, could have even made the 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 Lakers season twenty games better. It just feels right. It just feels, and I don't think all this is Luke's fault either. I don't think it's all LeBron's fault. I don't think it's all Magic and Palinka's fault. I don't think it's all the trade. I don't think it's all the injuries. There's a every piece of the puzzle of the crap stew mm-hmm. plays a role in the disgusting flavor. But <laughs> I, I just think that in like this off season is so crucial to the the legacy of LeBron James, like the moves that are made how he rehabs his body. It's unfortunate that Space Jam 2 is being filmed this summer because that feels just like one more thing LeBron got involved in which he should have said no to. And that's kind of the other thing, yeah. too. Like, everyone's talking about how like he went Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And it happens. And he did. And he did. Yeah. He just, he needed to, in hindsight, always, you know, you can rearrange everything. But he, it, it, this was one of those moments where he needed to say, just basketball. Yeah. This Second year. season. Whatever of, I'm with already the currently involved in, fine. Yeah. But I'm moving to Los Angeles. I mean, my family in Los Angeles can't underestimate the brand that the Lakers are, mm-hmm. which we all did as yeah. far as expectations goes. And I know what this roster is composed of. It's not exactly what I need for, to be successful. So we have to figure everything out in the in a way that if we end up keeping any of these guys, it's not a disaster. Like right. everything should have been about basketball this year. And I think there'd be a more sympathetic feeling to the plight of the Lakers. Yeah, and I, I just appreciate Luke Walton on his way out because he probably knows he's he's on the way out. But I mean, he said last week he is he's planning on being there next I, year. I but in, and he's acting like it, and that's what I appreciate because he's building camaraderie. He's making sure that even though LeBron isn't going to be there, he's still around. They're watching the tournament game together. There's an article about how they went back and forth about Michigan State and Duke game because Coach K and LeBron are cool and they're fans. And Kuzma's a Michigan State guy, obviously coming from Flint, but. It sounds like all of the things that are happening now that the pressure is off of them and they can't make the playoffs, LeBron is actually getting to know his teammates in a way that I would have hoped happened, you know, maybe during 
the summer league or he didn't know his teammates until after he had come back from injury really well, it all it always felt like it was lebron and everybody else right. and you can't and he forget, didn't help that you can't forget no he did not and you can't forget at the end of the day it's still a team game mm -hmm. and you need everybody to be on the same page and have the same goal and everybody doesn't have to like each other but everybody has to fight for each other top to bottom and that that kind of started with the chris paul thing and yeah. it just kind of trickled down Damn. for the rest of the season it really was a but I, anyway i i don't want and i don't want to let me just say this one thing there was the first lebron headline as a lakers fan when i was out here when they said he was shutting him down for the rest of the season that i thought to myself kobe would never oh no and that's not. that's problematic for me that i it got to that point and i'm hearing like the lakers forced them to shut down like eh, no i I, not, I, I think he wanted to play i do think he wants okay, to play okay okay I, I hope so that. i hope so i believe it okay but kobe kobe's winning bottom line stay winning golden mamba god bing hear ye hear ye uh, first of all, Game of Thrones is coming back soon, and what I is? cannot wait. Game of Thrones. Oh, new, I've been new trailer dropped today. Woo, I've been watching on that new TV. It looks crazy, like crazy. I might have viewing parties. That thing looked crazy. We might have to do uh, live watches. We, get, we might have to. Or watch let's, you know what, let's do live reaction videos. Okay. Okay. Yes. Don't steal I like that. that. Although yeah. I feel like people already do that. We're gonna do our own. But they ain't doing it on maybe I'm crazy. No, they're not. All right. Crazy gang. Uh anyway, the Browns are petty. Yes. So uh look, here's the thing about the Browns. All right. They have expectations this year. And I'm here for it. They had expectations last year. They drafted Baker. No, they didn't have expectations. Tyron Taylor last was a starter. He won a playoff game. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> they did not have expectations last year. They were still a stupid Browns. Okay. And they didn't start Baker Mayfield. So anything that Baker did last year to me was a bonus because they set him up for failure from the beginning of that that whole situation. True that, true that, true Hugh Jackson that. won one game in like five thousand years, yeah. and that's like th th they did not set him up for success that last year at all. No. This year, however, is different. Now I know Freddie Kitchens is completely unproven, completely and utterly unproven, but yeah. they seem to be behind him. So at least he has some connections to the players, which at the very least is like base for me when it comes to coaching. Yeah, how have some connections the, to your players. Yeah, if he wouldn't have gotten the job if him and Baker's relationship wasn't better than Baker's and and Hughes. Yeah, right. And Todd Haley. Um, so they they put Baker and uh, Odell mm -hmm. and Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. Mm -hmm. And Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett mm -hmm. on stage together. Yep. Um, Freddie Kitchens was not up there, nope. so basically they're trotting out their their very high level talents to rub it all in the AFC North's face, I mean, which I'm perfectly fine with. Like you know, I'm here for Petty, and yeah. that that was that move. I know you're gonna try to say like they're trying to show that they're all like on the same page and stuff. Sure, you're also trying to show the Steelers that you got. Odell and you got Jarvis and you've got Miles Garrett and you've got Baker Mayfield. Okay? I was going to argue. It was argue, not missed on me. It, it, it looks just like having Odell, his best friend from life, with him, and then their last two first round draft picks. Excellent. Oh, that's what it looks like. Yeah, his last two first round draft picks. Literally, that's literally that's what it is. Yeah, but I mean, nobody does anything for literal purposes yeah. in these situations. Uh, love the commercial, by the way, with with Odell and Jarvis. Excellent work. I was going to say, should we Nike even talk about that? Usually does an amazing job. Excellent work. Jeez. I'm super excited for the Browns this year. I know that sounds crazy because I'm from Pittsburgh, but I've, I'm mad at the Steelers right now, so I can do what I want. Um, I don't, and I, I do like the way the Baker's talking. Like, he's saying he needs to win Super Bowls. They're doing the best to put the best talent around mm -hmm. him, which makes it easier, but he also has higher expectations. I think Baker gets it. I've always felt like Baker got it. 
and they do have expectations this year no matter and and browns fans it's gonna be a new world for you okay Woo. um i've lived it a very long time so i know um because the steelers have super Bowl expectations every single year yeah. don't get it twisted i don't know what they're doing right now but in general they usually do Figuring dolphins different story but they do have expectations every single year, and now the Browns have these expectations. Now, I don't think anyone is thinking they're going to win a Super Bowl, but you guys better make the playoffs. They're predicting nine games. Vegas is like the... No, no, no. Maybe I wasn't clear. Okay. The Browns must make the playoffs. That's you cannot get, trade for Baker Odell, Mayfield's have Jarvis, year. Baker, Miles New Garrett, head coach, Freddie Kitchens. Be out here talking about Super Bowls and not make the playoffs. Now, I, I don't think... That that's fair, but those are the expectations you got now. That's what happens when you make these big moves, okay? Yeah. Pull your pants up, get to work. I just don't like the the idea. (laughs) Okay. Yes. This big boy stuff now. All right. You want to make big boy moves? You got big boy expectations. That's how this works. Okay. I will say this: they have the talent, and they also have. You saw Baker saying the right things. Freddie Kitchens is saying the right things. Odell is saying the right things. He's talking about his legacy and setting up the life. Like there's NFL players out here who, if they perform at a high level in their city, their entire families are set in those cities. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's 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 how it's it's that deep for Cleveland. I think it's deeper for Cleveland for the Browns to win a Super Bowl than it was for the Cavs to win an NBA championship. For sure. Talking about dwarfing LeBron's legacy. Oh, for sure. Without question. OBJ brings. Come on. I, I mean, Jim may, Brown did. Maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not from Cleveland. But I'm very clear about that. Yeah. Shouts but, out to the Midwest. Um, but I. That's how I feel. Like I feel like that. That's more impactful for the city of Cleveland to win a Browns Super Bowl than it than it was for them to win an NBA championship. But either way, um, I think the Browns are going to be incredibly interesting this year. I wish they were on Hard Knocks this year. It'd be so good. I mean, last year was good because Hard Knocks is good. Yeah. But it, last year was good. I, it would be great this year. Uh, obviously, it's not gonna happen. It'd be a distraction this year, so I don't want it. So I'm glad because the Browns gonna do. What am I talking about? The Ravens, but the Browns, but the Ravens, but the Browns, the Ravens. I don't. I don't really actually think the Ravens are gonna be that, that good this year. No, but they have to be. But I don't. That's that's a tough division. It's a, no. Except for Cincinnati. I we. Talk about a little brother syndrome. I, I eh, what are they? I can't even find the equivalent of what. What is Cincinnati in the larger? Yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. Cincinnati. Yeah, the Bengals. The Bengals. <laughs> we love animal sound effects around oh here. Oh my god, I love, love all. I was, I was saying I well, need to yeah, find the. What goat. was it? We've done. Uh, we've done Rams up in a while. Well, let's do Ram up. Got Clay Matthews. Ram up. Rams up. Rams up. Is that what I was saying? Right. Ram it. Ram, Ram it. it. No, no, Ram. Rammer time. Rammer time. You were saying Activate. all. I think you said all of them. I'm gonna make. This is gonna be a thing at Rams games next year. <laughs> Hold your arms it's like that too. Not, oh, for sure. It's just not. I like it. Listen, bro. we, make, gotta, we make the culture. All right, we make the culture. That is true. This is this yeah, is happening. That's it. Because this is literally the Ram horns. I mean, come on. If you could, you could see a whole stadium, like. <laughs> I don't know. It's I hard don't. with the beer. I don't. <laughs> But if you LA can, fans, if you, though, are LA fans going to get that into it? If you could properly s- twist your hands, yeah. S- 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 Ram, activate. And then you and then you like run into each other with your elbows? Also, yeah, uh, like, what do you, do? you know what? We've got a lot of good stuff coming up what's because up, up? Uh, Avengers is coming, too. I heard you can't even get tickets for the first weekend for Avengers First Weekends in LA. They snuck on us with the uh, ticket drop. Not cool, yo. Yeah, it was we had to plug up. in like that. I mean, I don't plan things that far out anyway. Yeah, but. Nah, yeah we just go after we go to the beach one day. You right. feel me? I mean, who does that? Head to the Santa Monica Promenade. Be like, oh, okay, yeah, look, yeah, you let's see? go. You know what that's mean? what we do around let's here. Do it, yeah. But LA. that's weak, though. It is weak. I might. Eh. 
it's great that it's on Netflix, though. I'm going to keep rewatching that. Can I make my, my bold prediction for Avengers? You know who saves the world? Who? Do you have a thought? I, I've heard rumblings and I've heard... I've heard nothing. This is, this is just my okay, feeling. Okay, so what do you say? What do you got? Uh, do, you have, do you have an actual I thought? I actually have a... I have or a, is your thought based off of things you've heard? Where do we get thoughts from? I've been watching all of the Marvel movies, and after seeing one movie that I hadn't watched on Netflix, I have an idea who's going to save the world. What do you got? Uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, but that, that's the easy answer. No, it's not the easy, easy. answer. It's Carol, Carol Danvers or whatever. That's just, just easy. That's of course you think. Why, why is she's it a easy? Strong, because she's the strongest. Uh, she's up like big time strong. The person who's actually going to be going to mess everybody up. It's going to be Ant Man. Paul oh, Rudd, little oh big Paul God. Rudd, little big ass, gonna what? save the world. No, yes, because he's gonna go I, through time and with the little quantum physics thing. He, as queen like, of I'm the telling world, you, I saw Ant Man Wasp. I, I saw Ant Man Wasp. They gonna set it up. Paul Rudd gonna save the day I on some big little shit. Forbid. <laughs> <laughs> I forbid it. Okay, he gonna he gonna get right in between Thanos's fingers when he snapped and get crushed. Okay, like a little ant. Like a little ant. <laughs> he gonna get crushed between Thanos' fingers. Okay. like a little ant. Aside, and then it's gonna save the world. Aside from the fact that he, he's going to play a role, okay, in saving the world as all the Avengers do, but he's gonna play a crucial role. However, here's the here's the giant hole in your theory, what? and it's it's so blaringly <laughs> obvious, and I don't know why you, I, you won't get it. Okay, um, he's don't a, embarrass yourself now, because comic book fans are like. Brandon's right. Just he, saying. I mean, it's 2019. He's a white man. You think they're gonna let a white man save the world? All right. If he's like, if he's like a, that is fair. Like he's, but he's like a comedian. He's like the not the strong. He's not like the Chris Hemsworth one. You know what I'm saying? Is that his name? It's the Chris one, right? Yeah. That's the one in store. Chris. Yeah. yeah. The other one's Liam. Yeah. Miley Cyrus's boo. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like a, a a stereotype. It's like he's like a former criminal. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like his best friend's Ti. And the guy from Inwatch. Like, you know what I mean? Like Maybe I need to run this back for you one more time. I hear you. I'm telling you. It's Captain Marvel. If that's if that's an obvious take by me, like forgive me. No, no, it's not it's I mean, well, it's a it's an obvious movie take. I think Ant Man, as trash as the films have been, is such a big part of the Marvel universe, it'll be hard to like pull him from this whatever fake narrative we're writing with. No, now. no, no. He's gonna play a role. He's gonna play a crucial role. Yeah. He got um, a hoodie on. He got a hoodie on in the trailer. Mm -hmm. They look like some it's Captain Marvel, for sure. I hope so. I like Carol. That's my girl. I, too, like Captain Marvel. Yeah. Great movie. Anyway, go Browns. It's time for High Key Loki. Uh, high Key Loki. Yeah. It's time for High Key Loki. I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know why. I was, like, ready to do it. It's time for High Key Loki. But that's the thing. It's the drop. I don't it's know. It's the drop. We have a drop. Continue. I know we have a drop. High Low, High There's Key Loki. No, so I just start? Okay. High Key, Zion and RJ had a rough exit. Yes. Low Key, they're going to tear the NBA up. Really? Yes. So, I mean, obviously, everyone has high expectations for Zion. Yes. Um, coming, And I actually think people have high, higher expectations for John Morant than they do for RJ at this point. I think, yeah, that's fair to say. Because Zion and, and Ja are very flashy. Yeah. And so I, that, that, that's, I, they're going to go top three. Where I'm not you sure wanna, the order. Where do you want to see Zion go? I just want to get this quote. I mean, me. I want Zion to go to New York. You want Zion with the Knicks? Yeah. I don't know if that's the best place for him to be successful. Right. But I, I really have set aside my um, Knicks uh, bias from mm -hmm. being a Heat fan. And I am I'm functioning now as a national uh, broadcaster. And yes. he's the next to be good. Like, or at least competitive. Yeah. Or at least interesting. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, 
they need, it's time. Like enough already. We've suffered enough under that owner. It, just give the give the Knicks something to be really really relevant. And I, like I, I know Porzingis was was that for a little bit, but mm-hmm. not to the level that Zion is, and not even close. So I I, I hope he goes to the Knicks. Yeah. Okay, I, I was Where thinking. Where do you want him to go? I was thinking I'd like, like to see I don't him. want him to go to Cleveland. I don't no, want him to go to Phoenix. I, I would see I would, I would like to see Zion at the Hawks with the Hawks in Atlanta. There is a basketball team in Atlanta that has no culture and Atlanta is culture filled and I would imagine I want to see some type of Shaq Penny in Orlando with Young. duo with Trey Young and Zion because that would be a reason for me to watch the Atlanta Hawks. I like the jerseys. I like the aesthetics. I want to root for the Atlanta Hawks, but you just can't because they're just god-awful. That was not ever what I expected you to say, but sure. I mean, yeah, that's a take. I don't agree, but I mean, I like Trey Young. Like, where, where'd he go? Where are you going to watch? Where are you going to make sure I sat down and make saying, sure I, I watched LeBron's first NBA game? I want him game. to go to the Knicks. I don't want him to go to Cleveland. I yeah. don't want him to go to the Suns. Knicks I want him good. to go to the Knicks. And if the Knicks end up getting Kevin Durant and Kyrie, that's an incredible combination. Like that, that'd be unbelievable. Yeah. It, you, every Knicks game would be a must-watch game. Yeah, three talented. I mean, even, just, even just with Zion, that have no position. Even just with Zion, that's that's the case. Yeah. But I mean, they had they had a really great season. They're the first freshman team in, teammates to make the uh, AP All American first team since Boogie and Wall. Woo. And Zion was named the ACC Player and Rookie of the Year, made All ACC first team, got the Wayman Tisdale Award as the nation's top freshman, averaged 22.6 points, 8.9 rebounds, 2.1 steals, and 1.8 blocks per game. Now, there's some criticism of Zion because of his style of play. Yes. And like Gilbert Arenas kind of, you know, had some. Perfect words. Not. I mean, it's okay to be be critical of Zion. I, I don't necessarily want right to go here. there because I don't want to I don't want to be the guy that was critical of Zion. <laughs> I know I also I'm aware I keep referring myself to as as a guy. I'm aware I'm a woman. I just you know it's easier for some people to t- t- translate if I just say that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, say girl. Women. She's a. He's a. We can't say that. These takes are coming from a woman's face. <laughs> you gotta read what Gilbert said. A woman's face. Okay. You mean I? I okay. I don't necessarily make this. Yeah. I'll read from time. Okay, how about this? We see 27 and 14, but how do you actually get that? Do you post up somebody in college? Do you sit there and left-hand grab it, turn around and face, and then get a dunk? No. You got 12 points on a fast break, 12 points sitting here, standing on the wing, you know, waiting for another player to do something, then come back and tomahawk with a cleanup. When I say dominated, your stats are dominating. You are at 6-6 power forward which you're undersized, and you're 285 pounds. Sounds amazing, sounds great, but in reality, if if I say, well, he's Westbrook's height, but he has Shaq's rookie weight, everybody's like, oh, wait, no, that's not, because that's 6'6 six, six and 285. He hasn't posted up at all. He doesn't post up, and he doesn't, didn't post up in high school. It's a lazy post move, whatever he does. You know, we're sitting here because before all, uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> he said at the end of the day, he said, you can be dominant, but not dominant. You have a great, phenomenal player who has no true skill. Well, okay, so that's that that ending part is the part that is discussable among, amongst actual players to what actually translates to the NBA about Zion's game. It's because not wrong. everything is going to take a level up. The speed is going to go up. The size is right. going to go Athleticism up. Athleticism is not a skill. 
Right, because athleticism goes away. Yes. Now, again, I think Zion's going to have a great career. I think he's going to he's going to be a great NBA player. Yeah. Uh, I I know everyone's talking about Hall of Fame and like these incredible expectations. I think that's unfair. But I also think that RJ Barrett is going to have an incredible career. Like everyone's overreacting to this game. Yeah. He had twenty two. He averaged twenty two point six uh, points, seven point six rebounds, and four point three assists per per game. Like it's almost equivalent to Zion. He had more assists per game. Like. 4.3 assists per game. And, I mean, he, he averaged 26.2 points when Williamson was out. And he also got all ACC. So, and the, he's going, RJ is going to get on a development program in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He's going to ha- get watch film. He's going to have a, a diet. He's going to develop skills with NBA-level coaches. And he is going to be able to expand his game quickly. And I think it's going to translate well to the NBA. And he comes from a, a, a long uh, basketball lineage. Steve Nash, Steve Nash Godfather. is his godfather. His father <laughs> played for the uh, Canadian Olympic team. Yeah. Like he, he, he comes from that pedigree anyway. So I'm excited for both of them. I'm excited for John Moran. Yeah. I'm excited for the draft in general to to see where everyone goes yeah. and you know what those pieces around them. And basically, the NBA offseason is going to be incredible this yeah. year. They love basketball, so I'm excited to watch them play. Yeah, and they both yes, exactly. They both play with a joy for the game, mm-hmm. as cliche as that sounds, but no, they it, it, they're fun to watch. Mm-hmm. All right, high key. Someone sent a Big Mac into outer space, mm-hmm. and low key, uh, I want to eat it mainly because I'm hungry. But also, Big Macs are uh, so good. Big Macs are so good. They they shouldn't be as good as they did are. I have, where did I where did I rate? I didn't I make Big Macs my favorite. You yeah, did, number you one. Did. Yeah, you made, yeah, you made it. You made it your number one burger, like, which is it's, 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 it's fair. Whoppers are good too, man. Whoppers are good. It's just they don't well do well with cheese as much as the Big Macs does. Jeremy almost sleeped out his seat. What do you, what do you got to say? Give yeah, me, what, give Jeremy what's the wrong, mic. Jeremy? We're about to find out are about. Are you still upset about my Big Mac being on number one? The Big number Macs one and, and because it, you know it's consistent. You've never, you've never tasted a Big Mac that didn't taste exactly like the last Big Mac you had. Oh, so best burgers though. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is, what's up there? Like, when's the last time you had a bad Big Mac? Five Guys. Even Shake Shack's bad. They're all very good. They're all very good. But just the Big Big Mac is the most consistent, most notorious burger of all time. We're not talking about consistency. The Cadillac of burgers. I know what I'm going to get. I don't know what my Five Guys burger is going to taste like. And if you don't know what you're going to get with your your Big Mac, you can tell them what to do. And I don't know about other things. When you customize it, they customize the hell out of Big Mac. Every time you anything you ask for a Big Mac to be changed, they get that to the T. Everything else is is a grab bag if they're going to get it right. They're going to make that Big Mac the way you ask. Who asks? for things to be changed at McDonald's. I mean... Yes, yeah, that's, like that's gross. That's, that's the only way you know it made fresh. You gotta, you gotta make custom. <laughs> if you customize your item, it's made fresh. That is a little fast food fat. But I want trick. all the things that Gut it comes fat. with. Why would I ask for anything? Yeah, different? no, I'm just asking no, for no, extra just, things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just get extra sauce on there. So anyway, a British YouTuber, kill him. Uh, <laughs> did the name? the guy's white? So I was just so surprised. I mean, is that literally his last name? Like Kalem? Am I saying oh, it right? Maybe it's that might be it. I thought I it was like know. a Killian thing. I thought it was just some sort of because he's 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 Irish. Yeah. No, no, you're right. But I just no, thought it was. I thought Killian. it was like it says British. Same followers. difference. Yeah. Two, I can say that. I can say that. There's I can get two point seven million people that can tell us if it's pronounced <laughs> kill him or not. But okay, whatever. The person sent uh, the food into space. Yes. He sent a Big Mac a hundred thousand feet above the Earth. Now I'm not a scientist, as we went over earlier. Right. But the picture. Looks like outer space to me. We're so, going to show everybody the picture. Right. Here's it's, the picture. 
it looks like outer space. Yes. I know, like technically, according to space nerds, it might not be right. outer space. It might be some it, like there's like a you know the atmosphere, right? Or yes, something there's the stratosphere. That, yeah, and that has that has left. Um, but that's close enough to space for me. Yeah, and, if you if you if you take a picture outside and then you see the, the blueness of the earth and then the blackness of whatever of space, the hell you're in space. is up, yeah, yeah, space. Yeah, this like if I'm in a capsule and that I'm exactly where that Big Mac was, I went right. to space. I'm an astronaut. Or, uh, you know, a Guardian of the Galaxy, whatever you prefer. Anyway, yeah. the point I is, like it went up, and then it came back down, and it's the first McDonald's burger in space. Obviously, I feel like we already knew that. It landed where? In the Colchester United Football League's training facility. And he ate it. Yes. What did he say about how it tasted? <laughs> he said, it's been outside, so it's a bit crumbly. What's crumbly? Like, it's you know, like falling apart? Like crumb- you know, when you like, and he's like, that's not so nice. It tastes like a burger, should taste, but very, very dry. I had to chew it for about two minutes and force it down. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Yeah, there was a cut between when he p- took the bite of the burger and when he actually like showed what was in his mouth and swallowed, which, in addition Ooh. to being weird, made me disbelieve that he actually ate it. The footage was great, though. Okay, well, you shouldn't have to chew anything for longer than 30 well, seconds gets, that isn't gum. It gets frozen in space and then heated up yeah, in yeah, the yeah. atmosphere. No, I, mean, I didn't think it was going to come back exactly the same. I too would eat it, just for the sake that I could say I ate space food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the food that was actually in space touched the space air. Yeah. You know, sometimes you put something in the microwave and like, oh, that's not good. Like, In-N-Out fries are terrible in the microwave. In-N-Out fries are terrible normally. Don't do that. Don't do that. So don't, do that. don't do that. I'm saying imagine, don't put them in the microwave. If you're out here, you're on vacation. If you come out to L.A. in the vacation, you get In-N-Out fries, you eat it later, and you got a you got a, uh, a microwave in the hotel room. Good for you. Shouts out. Don't put the fries in the microwave. Don't taste good. Is it good for you to have a, hotel, yeah, a microwave in your hotel? Yeah, it's, it's better than one without one. Have you stayed in a... Not one that's like at the end of the hall that everyone uses. No, but I'm talking about in the room. Stay in a hotel room next to a safe, like a very nice hotel room. I have say, it's better to find. It's better for a microwave to be in a hotel room that you didn't know was there versus a hotel that's like, oh, there's a microwave right there. Does that make sense? Uh, Like a hidden microwave is better. I go the other way on this. What? Yeah, I do. I and this might be like me being spoiled, but if I if there's a microwave in the room, it's it's probably not the best room. But if you see it, it's not the best room. <laughs> but if it's hidden, it's a great room. So if like it's like, like in, oh, I didn't so know it's like a microwave in the here. cabinet. Yeah. Yes, I, I, Joy. I think you're wrong on this. <laughs> Let us know if can you've I, been. Anyone, anyone's been hotel rooms. Anyone else feel about this? If you got, if there's enough cabinet space to hide it to the point where you only notice it when you were like, oh, I want to reheat this food. Let me see if I got one, and then boom, you got one. That's wonderful. But if you can see it while you're laying in bed, that's bad. Right. It's not bad. No, it's not it's bad. Just, it's, no, it's, it's just not, not a nice good. hotel room. It's not yeah. good. That's like right. a sleep lodge. Ari wants to wait. Huh? No, I just don't know if microwave screams luxury hotel. Ari's saying what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, but they got a toaster oven yeah. there. Oh, okay. Yes, luxury hotel is when somebody come get it and microwave it for you. Yes, I agree. I mean, that's but what then you got to leave a tip. That's what we're trying to say. By the way, does anybody, does people in the world, do people know about leaving tips for hotel people? Yes, we do. I don't. You say you do. I don't know if people know about that. Because when I found out, I was like, what? They like, expect money for this? I forgot this weekend. Sorry. You didn't do Sorry, it? Sorry, Caesars folks. That's my bad. You didn't yeah, leave any for the uh, for housekeeping? Yeah. Let's take a little bit I've I've forgotten Brandon's uh Brandon and Michelle's gifts for three it's his weeks. fault though. So it is his fault at this point. My gift. Loser power rankings, loser power rankings, loser, 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 loser. Including you for Why? never being ready for losers. You you I just spilled the water and I had the water in my mouth. Yeah, Brandon and, just spilled water all over his laptop. And you just that's you you wrong for that. We do the same thing every week. You wrong for um, that. Um all right. So 
if you haven't watched the podcast before, then you don't know that we have a theory about Tom Brady, yeah. which is that there are two Tom Brady's. There's Pod Tom, and then there's actual Tom Brady. Um, actual Tom Brady is uh, very dynamic, mm -hmm. and he yells on yes. the sidelines. He sweats, yeah. human sweat. Has opinions. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. He, you know, he does things. Human sweat? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Pod Tom, who, who remarkably does not sweat. No. He's very shiny at the same time, though. Right, but... but as if, as if he's been misted by pod juice. Right, yes. Right? Like the it's like a pod lotion that you put on the pod thing. Yeah, so like it before looks he went out, he got like sprayed with like a mist thing. It was like, okay. Right. He's yeah. like, now we now we can release pod yeah. tom. But we gotta finish talking about who, who pod tom is. Alright, so pod tom yes. is yeah, pod tom is um, you know, he's he's like <laughs> kinda like that. It's just like a look of like I just like a little too much air on the right, bottom right. teeth. Um, he's oddly tanned. Yes. At all times of the year. Yes. Um, Regular and, Tom Brady is at the is at the parades. Pod Tom is at the Met Gala. Yes. Yeah. If you want an example of a Pod Tom right in your face, right. it's it's Met Gala Pod Tom. Every time. Like, uh, look up Met Gala. That's Pod Tom. Yes. Um, Pod Tom has attacked Twitter, and so Tom Brady Tom Brady yes. got on Twitter uh, for the first time. <laughs> On uh, April first, which is obviously everyone's favorite day to make terrible jokes, and um, I, admittedly, I used to participate in April Fools, and yeah. I was very lazy about it. It was never funny, yeah. and it's because April Fools' jokes are stupid, and it, they're just dumb, and and nobody thinks they're funny. So how do you forget every year? I remember all the holidays right before they come. It's because April come. Fools' Day is not a holiday. It's just like what, what people they do things you on the what, day. You know what April Fools' Day is? April Fools' Day is. The, the one day that people who are not funny think that their jokes are funny. Yo. Bars. Big facts. Big facts. 100%. Woo, write it down. I don't feel like I need to elaborate oh, on that. Oh, because that, those, those are the people who got it circled on the calendar. Oh, they know. They've been waiting. Oh, my god. They've been playing like, ooh, yeah. I'm about to do this April Fool's joke. Yeah. Now, Saint Patrick's Day, like, ooh, it's if coming. Something comes ooh, across, it's if something comes across your plate right. and it happens to be April Fool's Day right. and you choose to release that, that's something different. Yes. Okay? Because then it has at least the the air of authenticity to the joke. Yes. But if you've been planning for anything more than 20 stop. minutes for your April Fool's joke, Cut it out. it's not... Just stop it. Yeah. So, Roll anyway, up. Tom Brady Possibly. got on Twitter, and mm -hmm. instead of doing what what he should have done if he was going to make a good joke, I know, I know this just goes against my argument for the, <laughs> the, the quickly planned thing. Yes. In this case, this would have been an actual good joke. Which actual Tom Brady would have done, but Pod Tom was allowed to use the Twitter machine instead. So right. he got on and tweeted, I'm retiring, period. In my spare time, comma, I'll be tweeting. Hashtag LFG. Um, and then just, you know, not too long after that, he responded, Was this a bad joke? Now, look, obviously it was a bad joke. We know that. You knew that when he tweeted it. But. <laughs> what could have happened here could have actually been a really really good joke okay yeah. because he could have in my mind like the way to do this joke if you're yeah. going to do it right Please. i mean I, I know it flies in my theory of, of if you're a regular person and you have the opportunity to do an, an april fool's joke on the fly and haven't planned about it much cool i'm okay with that if you're a celebrity and you're going to do an april fool's joke just do it right all right, right. this 
this is a situation where he could have had someone edit like a video with some inspiring music, all cut downs of bad moments of his interceptions and like just getting sad. One yard runs. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like just him trying to catch a ball. All right. His his running at the combine. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just so so it's clearly it's tricking you because it's inspirational music, but it's all these bad moments. Highlight low lights. And then he he does this long soliloquy about what he, what the game's given to him and like blah blah blah. He's retiring. Right. Put that out there. Anyone who is savvy will be like, wait a minute. Yeah. These are all low lights. It's, right. It is April Fool's. Yes. Like, clearly this is a joke. All Super Bowl and losses. And then all of the overreactionary dummies are going to be like, no, Sam and Tom Brady! And that would have been a good joke, right? But instead we got Pod Tom joke. I'm retiring. Yeah, yeah. And retire April Fool's jokes with it. Because yes. that, that, that's oh just not just... Oh, my God. Can we cancel April Fool's? Yeah, we can just move on. Oh, say we it again. On. Say it one more time. <laughs> Retire April Fool's jokes. Unless y'all want to, unless Pod Time, Pod Time, regular time, if you listen, do what Joy did, because that'd be funny. Do that next year. Well, we can't. It's ruined now. Hey, you can do it again. There's going to be a new social media site. You, you know use. what? And there will be plenty of dummies who will fall for April Fool's yeah, jokes again. All right. So the AAF, this is sad. The AAF is expected to suspend all operations today. Uh, the owner, Tom Dundon, stands to lose $70 million and mm. made the decision to suspend operation against the wishes of league co-founders Charlie Eversall and Bill Polian. And the AAF has obviously been in financial trouble basically since the season started. Um, Eight weeks ago. This, yeah, this makes me sad because I was rooting for this to work. Mm -hmm. I still think that it can work. Yeah. But the issue with the, the this league and... We were discussing it on the herd today that's different than the G League or <clears throat> minor league baseball is there wasn't a direct relationship with the NFL. So the G League, mm -hmm. while it might have independent owners, yeah. has a direct relationship with the NBA. Right. NBA players are sent down to G League mm -hmm. to rehab. NBA players are brought up from G League after developing. Right. Like there is a there is a connection there. It's run by the league. Proper like minor league. Right. Yeah. Um, now it can be better. They could be paid more. Like there are things that could improve with the G League, but overall it's run through the NBA. Same with minor league baseball. Like there is a connection. They are the minor league team of the major league baseball team. So they're supported. If you're going to launch a league, it has to have the money behind it to last a long time. And if mm -hmm. it's football, there's so many more people you have to pay. You gotta have long money and you're yeah. gonna lose money in the beginning. Like you have sure. to be in it for the long haul. And I get it, that's easy to say. I don't have seventy million dollars lying around to lose. Mm -mm. But you got to foresee that like this. You know how many people are on a football team. You know how many coaches you have. You know how many trainers you have. You know what insurance costs. You know what it costs to book these these venues like almost more variables than any other. You sport. know how much you know how much towels cost and water yeah. and food and transportation and hotels like there are logistics to this that take years and years and years of planning. And you have to be able to budget out for those years. You, How is it not like this is how much it's going to cost plus Let's add a little extra in case yeah. something comes up. Are you interested? Is that how? Off is that not how a business is run? Like I, you can't expect to make money the first year, first five years on this thing. Like it is a long haul situation, and I think it's strange because sports are at a premium right now mm -hmm. in con in contentville. Like right. it's the last live thing you have to watch. Mm -hmm. You can do everything else on demand, and it doesn't matter unless it's like Game of Thrones right. or the Oscars. In which case, you can kind of watch the Oscars later too. Just stay off social media. It's right. not the end of the world. But yeah. like. Sports you have to watch live, so they're at a premium right now. They're they're airing cornhole tournaments on ESPN, like spike ball tournaments, right? And stuff. Like 
everything that is competitive can be aired. Right. And I, 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 that's why I think the XFL will work because it has the structure to last the test of time when it comes to a an, a football structure. Right. Now, the AAF was trying to create a relationship with the NFL, mm -hmm. but like that's where I think it's missed. Like you have to have the support of the bigger entity right. in order to be successful or you have to do something totally different, but that it's it, it, it sucks. Like it sucks yeah. to the players. Yeah, Bill probably didn't want it to be I was really rooting for this to work. Right. It it could have if they gave it some years to get the NFL interested, but the creator or whoever the guy was pulling out all of his funds and money, he wanted an immediate feeder system. It's he not. Wanted, it's not. Yeah. It's not an immediate situation. No. Like it just. And, and a lot of that has to do with branding. And you gotta. You have to brand things too. And just in general, just with all leagues, like everyone's on their phones all day. So reach people through the phone. Mm. I was trying to think. What's that? Kiss me through the phone song. Yeah. I can't. I can't get kiss me through the phone. What is that? Soldier Boy. Is it Soldier Boy? Baby. You know that. People, like people say he invented my FaceTime. With kiss me through the phone. Okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, because people on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's in the culture report this week? 2019's Coachella lineup has officially been announced. And as always, there are some familiar faces headlining the infamous Desert Music Festival. Childish Gambino, Jillian Monet, Ariana Grande, Solange, J Balvin, and just recently Kanye West, who dropped out of the performance's main stage because of creative differences earlier on in the year, has now been added to the second weekend stage. Kanye announced he will be holding a Sunday service at sunrise on Easter Sunday during the second weekend of the California Music Festival. In the past couple of months, you've probably seen clips of Kanye behind a keyboard wearing some Tims with mountains surrounding him, about 50 gospel singers, all dressed in white, singing some old gospel hits. We have no idea what to expect from Kanye's church service in hell, but I'm guessing it's going to be a different version of that on steroids. Joy, when are we going to Coachella? Uh, definitely never. Uh, you you keep teetering. You go never and you, you know, say you might have to go. Uh, I'm look, the same here, place. This is the perfect time to go. Here, here's the actual I'm answer. not going to, but if it's perfect Earl time. If Earl wants to go to Coachella, I yeah. will go to Coachella. Otherwise... Not going to Coachella. Get Earl on board, Coachella. I don't, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> we had a, we've had many conversations about Coachella, yeah. and then we realized we're just really not Coachella people. Yeah, I, I, if I was going with y'all, I have a much greater, better time than like going to like with someone like my friends or someone that like we're like sharing stuff. That's about like, you, Heller. Yeah, it's like I can't like I just got like. Here's yeah. the thing: I don't. I want. I want. I'm saying I want. I would if I go. I would like to be. I would go like a pampered style. Tent. Yes, I. Something I am, that Earl I'm can provide. Bougie. I'm bougie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and. Um, uh, I don't like dirt. I hear there's a lot of dirt there. A lot of dirt, desert. Uh, I hear it's hot. Yeah. It's very difficult to uh, find places to sit. Yeah. And all those things sound awful. Yeah. So I don't like the music is great, obviously, and I'm sure it's a wonderful I don't know experience. If it is. Uh, I watched Beyonce's performance oh. uh, via stream. Felt like I was there. That was amazing. Um, I obviously wasn't, but what, 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 Ariana was there. Yeah. How was oh, we that need Beyonce a pro show? Coachella voice. All yeah, right, what you so got? So tell us why we should go to Coachella. Um, <laughs> no, okay, look. Well, this is going to sound bougie, but if you go VIP, you have places to sit. Right. So it's not, there's not too many people. You, there's really good food. You're comfortable. Yes, you're going to have, you're going to walk 20 miles every day and you're going to be <laughs> really hot. <laughs> if you're ready for the, for, the, for the experience. But you get good exercise. Yeah. You walk into the yeah. 20 miles. It's, it's crazy because you're walking back and forth around the fairgrounds. It doesn't feel like it, but. 
You're walking a lot. Yeah, get a UCLA alumni tent. I walk but right over there. the the Beyonce <laughs> was amazing. I'm sure you did not feel it on, by watching it on YouTube. But we left early to go to some after party. Missed Destiny's Child going going on. What? Walked around for an hour and a half looking for our fucking car. It was horrible. But Coachella's <laughs> awesome, so you should go. That's there, there, there was an article about 10 apps that you should download before you go to Coachella. The third one was Find My Friend. And I was like, this sounds like yeah. the it's, it's 10 extra apps. It's, it's a, a lot. Go somewhere? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the point is, uh, I will go if Earl wants to go. If Earl's not going, I'm not going. Yeah. And, 2020. And, Let's look and, at 2020. Mostly Coachella. because we go everywhere together to begin with. Yeah. But also, I just have, I, I don't think that that's an experience that we would necessarily enjoy for Many of the reasons she just mentioned. Yeah, it looks but, like an adventure, <laughs> an, an, an adventure. And if you're ready for an adventure at an old age, I've had that's lots of adventures. Time. So <laughs> the point is, um, I'm, but, but I do think this Kanye church thing is very interesting. As, as I mentioned earlier, uh, there's going to be a lot of people going to church who mm-hmm. uh, who haven't been to church in a while, nope. first, uh, first, or maybe church, ever. Kanye church. Um, and this is the fir- their first experience with black church, which is different than other church. <sighs> Than the regular church, and we don't even know if he's going to be able to deliver that too. So it's just a lot of ifs with this thing. You don't think he's going to deliver full black church? I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can deliver. I mean, if he gets chance down there, well, to, in order to for it to be deliver a sermon, true black Ooh. church, it's going to be all day. So there's that, start that's at sunrise, end at sunset. Right. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, it's, it's going to be very long. It's yeah. not going to be. That is, that is true. Add, Outside add to, two hours on whatever you time expected yeah. to, to be out of there. That's why, in like black church is usually inside because you don't recognize the sun going down. But this one, you might have to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's an actual like you can see the shadow move. You're like, Dang, but you're, you're going. You're hours. going to be uplifted. Your soul is going to yes. feel differently when you leave. Yes. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see how that goes. Yeah. I, he, he's had a bunch of those singers that are going to perform sign NDAs. For whatever reason, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what kind of. I'm very got. skeptical of this. Uh, I'm skeptical a, I'm of Kanye a right now. Big gospel music person. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanye, t- Kanye always playing something. Kirk That's what Fra- I'm saying. Kirk it's not Franklin, just Spotify is a regular. You, yeah, you, you, in the Joy Taylor vehicle on the way to work in the morning. I gotta get in a good space. What, what songs on today, this week? Um, just one uh, that stuck with you. The one you woke up singing. Oh man, where do I where do I where do I start? Love, love. A word that comes and goes. Should we get on the table right now? A few people really know. Well, what I don't know that song. Really... What do you mean you don't know that song? Didn't ring a bell from Smile. the title since all it. Okay, what song is that? How's that one? Okay, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. Talk. Jeremy, sing that one. Heathens. Smile. 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 Did you say smile, smile again? Oh. And that's it? <laughs> it's a song. You know, whatever. Anyway, the point is, uh, Kirk Franklin is, is a regular streaming uh, channel. Uh, Kanye on that Kirk Franklin gospel playlist? Zero Kanye. Oh, that's weird. Why would there be Kanye in the Kirk Ultra Franklin Ultralight Bean is a gospel why, song. Why is Kanye doing gospel? I don't know. Uh, no, put, wait, 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 atheist, put the mic down. She's called an atheist. Atheist. <laughs> atheist. You know, someone who doesn't believe? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us this week. Yes. Um, we will catch you next week, as usual. Mm-hmm. Make sure you subscribe on the YouTube channel, Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. Yep. Follow Brandon, Newman Show 99, uh, myself, Joy Taylor Talks, and the podcast at Maybe I'm Crazy Pod. Mm-hmm. And this week, we are we're starting something a little new. Uh-oh. Um, so, make, well, I hope you know about it because it involves no, yeah, you. No, yeah, um, so, make sure that you are subscribed. Yes. 
Friday mornings. Friday mornings. We are going to be dropping uh, Brandon Newsman. Wow! Uh, Maybe I'm Crazy podcast updates. So, you know, we do a once a week podcast. Yes. So later in the week, you know, we have some things we have some opinions about. Yes. Brandon's going to drop those for you. Play the best, best clip from our uh, podcast today. Bam, bam. Um, so you can relive that. Um, just give us some fresh takes on yeah. what's going on in the world. Yeah, and I'm going to be in the comments, Crazy Gang. I'm yes. going to be in the comments shortly after it's uploaded. So, like, give me something. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to be in there. Yeah, comment yeah. heavy, share, yeah. tell your friends about it's crazy it. crazy gang. A crazy gang platform. Yeah, crazy gang, crazy gang for life. Yes. Uh, we appreciate you, and we will catch you on Friday morning. Bye. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Ooh.